Good morning and welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellison. Thanks for joining me this morning. I was listening to this on my way in this morning. Thought I'd share it with you. Isn't this dude kind of funky looking? Edgar Winter. I think he's an albino, if I'm not mistaken. Frankenstein is the name of the tunage. So how are you this morning? I know it's kind of glum outside, but hey, we'll make it happy on the inside. Although... It's just going to have to be my attitude and my cheerfulness because there's a lot of rotten, stinking news out there. And uh, before I take your calls, I'm just going to run through a few stories, a few headlines, and then would encourage you to chime in, 715-845-2155. Hey, here's one. Taliban rule. Face coverings now required even for mannequins. Hmm. Since the return of the Taliban to power in Afghanistan... Thank you, Brandon, a.k.a. Joe Biden. Immediately after America's disastrous withdrawal from the country, women's rights have essentially disappeared. Hey, is that how the Democrats roll these days? Women rights for me, but not for thee in Afghanistan. Education for young girls has similarly either ended or been curtailed after elementary school. How sad. How tragic. Oh, my gosh. It's such... Oh, okay. Anyway, an entire generation of young girls grew up under American-backed governance and could largely dress however they liked. Now all females must wear burkas with full head and facial coverings. No woman would do this by choice. There's no way that they would do this by choice. And those who disobey face beatings, arrest, excuse me, those who disobey face beatings, arrest, or the possibility that they will simply disappear. This is, this is the Muslim, if you want to call it, so-called faith. Hmm. Face coverings now required. Huh. Who does that sound like besides the Taliban? All right. We'll move on to the next topic. The White House confirms, and we've reported on this several times over the course of the morning, no visitor logs for Biden's willing to... Wilmington. Oh my gosh, easy for me to say home. Yeah, big shocker there, right? Were they destroyed? Did they ever keep track of them? But you know what? It's not a big deal because it's Joe Biden and he kept him safe right next to his vet. So no problem. Nothing to see here. That's what the Democrats, that's what the mainstream media would have you believe. But then when it came to investigating uh, former President Trump's personal home different story different set of rules the double standard is not lost on me how about you here's another one time up for tiktok again easy for me to say almost (laughs) stumbled over that one chinese owned app promises better transparency in order to stay in u.s right i'm giving you the big okay i don't believe it for a second and i certainly hope our federal government you know in their infinite wisdom, doesn't trust that China will, oh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden they're going to play nice. They'll stop spying on us. They'll stop sticking it to the American people. No, I don't believe it. Here's another. I don't know if this is a happy story, but Chicago Mary Mayor, I don't know why I can't speak today. It's really kind of a, a problem if you're on the radio. Chicago Mayor, I think I'm rushing, Lori Lightfoot, a.k.a. Beetlejuice, mired in highly contested re-election campaign. I actually didn't realize she was 
well, well, I did. I guess I didn't realize that she was was running opposed, uh, frankly. And she actually, hey, here's a shocker. No one, absolutely no one, will be surprised that she sought help from public school students. So she ha- evidently has a large field of candidates that are running against her. I, you know, I don't know. It's fifty-fifty with me. What do you think? Do you think that she'll be reelected? I mean, are the people in Chicago? that dumb that they'll reelect her. Chicago has significant public safety concerns. You know, I used to travel to Chicago for a fun weekend. You know, I would second guess that now. I mean, I just, all that is wrong with Chicago and and the fact that they were so oppressive to their own citizens. No, I'm not really going to support that with my money. Uh, The, uh, Several wealthy neighborhoods have turned to private security patrols to address all the crime issues. But so early polling and surveys show her needing to fight to make it into the knockout round. Evidently, her competitors are are uh, uh, fierce. So, however, she said, and this is uh, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot said this was uh, this past Sunday that it was, quote, simply a mistake for her reelection campaign to request that public school teachers share with their students the opportunity to work on Lightfoot's campaign for class credit. It was just a mistake. Nothing to see here. Come on, it's a Democrat. That's just how they roll. Don't be silly. Hey, if you'd like to join the conversation, I'd like you I'd like for you to join me. 715-845-2155. Sorry, I know the phone lines are lit up, but Here's a couple more before we uh, get to your calls. Record high. Oh, no pun intended. This is actually sad. I am always sad to hear about anyone who's got an addiction issue. 14.3% of American population regular regularly uses illegal dangerous drugs. Hey, I'm going to take your calls. 715-845-2155. Good morning and welcome to Feedback. Morning, Meg. This is Corey Tomchick calling. Senator, the Senator Corey Tomchick? Yeah, that, yeah, that guy. Oh, hey, how are you doing? Well, I'm on my way to Madison. I was listening to you this morning, and I, I heard uh, you talking to uh, Mr. Bott. Yes. <laughs> brought up my name, and I wanted to assure your listeners that uh, when the flat tax bill was presented to me, it took about 15 minutes to read it and to respond back that I would be in support of the bill to uh, Senator LeMay, Speaker LeMay. Well, that is good news. Yeah, well, I you know, that, that, one, that one was pretty easy. What, well, what are a couple of the other ones that aren't so easy for you to decide on? I really haven't had too many. It's, I, I, I'm expecting to get inundated today when I get down there based on the email activity. Um, there's, I'm trying to be cautious about, you know, what I sign on to, what I read. Um, it's interesting. There's some, some of these things seem to be generated uh, just for the fact of generating. If that makes sense. Yes. I mean, going I, through I, the motions. I get, I get the point of, uh, you know, the the, the the bills that are like encouraging Bergaminer Week for the for the Bergie. I get it. That's a that's a big tourism thing. That's a big thing we want to support. Um, that's that, that's another easy one. Um, the, the bail reform one that was pretty easy to get onto. Um, so it's 
it's been a learning experience. I'm getting there, but the plat tax one that was that was easy. It was quick. Hey, I got one for you. I bet this this actually is on your radar too. Being a business owner, personal property tax. Oh yeah, that's that's coming. That's a little bit more complicated from the discussions I've been uh, privy to. But uh, that's on the radar for sure. Well, it's got to be frustrating for you as a business owner to get taxed every single year on the same old stuff, right? Well, that's true, Meg. But I want to understand taxes on business, the business owner doesn't pay the taxes. Well, the customer. We pass, we pass those through to our customers. Well, that's why I'm so upset with you. <laughs> <laughs> Just well, kind of just kidding, but no, but I mean, listen though, I mean, it's got come on, I mean, you know, t at least be a little bit uh, uh, cordial, no, but I mean, I, I would imagine that you know, if you look at your computers or your desks or you know, your office furniture, yeah, I mean, that kind of stuff, absolutely. Well, I mean, when we had a garbage hauling company five years ago, and um. We had to pay personal property tax on every garbage can that we had out in the world. Gosh, that's got to be... Well, do you remember how much it was? I don't. Well, I mean, was it nominal or was it... I mean, is it just the the point of it? If, if, there's no tax that's nominal. Okay. All right. Tax is a tax. So it's money that comes out of our pockets. So, so you, do, but, you, do you welcome the uh, the calls and the emails and the... Handwritten letters? I, I mean, uh, the, the constituents are welcome to call the office and, and keep us informed. We need to know what's going on. Like, you know, uh, just like during the campaign, I had people in different counties that were helping me, and, and, and that information flow is very important. And, and now after the campaign, as an elected official, we need to know what's going on in each one of those counties. I'm, I've, I've already been traveling and getting back out there, but... Uh, I've also got to travel south and do the actual job, so uh, we need that communication. We need to know uh, where people feel, where they think. So, yeah, call in, write in, email, all that stuff. Absolutely. Well, you know, I know it's early, but I mean, what is what has changed? I guess in your mind, from just being well, I wouldn't say just, but but being a constituent at one time to now being a representative of your your constituency. Um, I don't know that a, a lot has changed. It's, it's still, you know, I still look at, I still look at Madison as them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel as a part of it yet. Well, I please don't, don't ever be part don't of it. Don't want to really be a part of it, yeah. Right. So, um, but I'm learning about, you know, getting to see how the sausage is made is really very intriguing, very interesting. Uh, and... The information flow, as I predicted, the information flow is, is much greater uh, on the inside than it is just what we're getting through the through the public. I mean, you know, Chris Conley does a great job. You do a great job. But there's more behind-the-scenes stuff that's going on that leads up to these events. Uh, and that's that's very intriguing. That, that really is interesting. So would you say that's your favorite part so far? Absolutely. No question. What's your least favorite part? Uh, uh, pressure to wear a tie. <laughs> <laughs> don't give in, Cowboy Corey. Don't give in. Yeah. Hey, have you like kicked it. Have you kicked Tony Evers' door in yet? 
He has to give me a reason to. But I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle Eric Boscage. I don't like I don't like his use of language. What? Calling calling people progressive. That that is not Evers yeah. isn't a progressive governor, he's a regressive governor. Yeah. There's nothing progressive about those people. Well right, and, and I mean if there's ever a positive definition of that, we certainly don't want to attribute it to the Democrats, that's for sure, right? Yeah, that, that's a word game that they've used to Oh, we're progressive. No, you're regressive. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's nothing. Well, yeah, and if you take the root of that word, it's progress. And we're not making any progress under Democrat no, rule. That's for no, sure. So have you at least peeked in, just popped in and said hello to Tone at all? Governor Vito, how you doing? I'm still getting my feet under me. I'm still, uh, I haven't even hung a picture on the wall or anything. I'm bringing down some office supplies for my desk today. So. Oh. Well, good. You have to supply those yourself. What the heck? What kind of show they run down there? I didn't even ask it. I just, I just brought some pens that I have. Well, I'll, I've got some scotch notes. tape for you, so I'll, I'll, I'll okay. contribute that to the cause. Thank you. Well, hey, safe travels. All the best to you. This is exciting, and and I know that there's uh, the constitutional amendment will be discussed today or read in again, right? Oh yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, this will be the second time I'm uh, in session on the floor and uh, I'm, I'm learning as fast as I can on the process and it's really really fun to watch and I'm getting excited to be uh, a participant here in the very near future yeah it'll be kind of cool to be sitting in the seat of that which you used to watch and just thinking you know I mean I think just seeing the reaction of the Democrats I mean that that will be the price of admission right there should be entertaining. <laughs> well, safe travels down there, Corey. Thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. Thanks, Meg. Have well, a great day. Yeah, you too. We'll talk again soon. If you'd like to join the conversation, 715-845-2155. Good morning and welcome to Feedback. Morning, Meg. It's Joe. How are you doing? Joe, how are you? Are you calling to admonish me today? Um, I And all the pro-life oh. listens to your show. You know what? You're breaking up. Is there, is there a way you can like adjust your tinfoil hat? Just kidding, but I mean. Oh, well, what I mean now. is, so have you heard about um, this interview that Joe Rogan did with Siddharth Kara? Uh, it's he's a Harvard professor, and he he wrote a book about cobalt, how it's produced, and how all of us are using electronic gadgets that are basically using forced or slave labor. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I, I mean, and, I, I didn't see the interview. I really like Joe Rogan, but yeah, c- expound on this. Well, the interview with Kara is probably, I think, his best interview ever. And he had to cut it short after two hours because it was pretty much everything that needed to be said was said. But it's about how these women, children, um, young boys in the Congo have to go down by hand and mine for a lot of the cobalt. And along with all the environmental catastrophe, a lot of them die in collapsed mines and things like that. And this this is the essential element of everybody's cell phone, of uh, when schools have technology upgrades. Um, you know, I just think if we need to expand the definition of pro-life to say it's not ethical for us to enjoy conveniences from exploited and slave labor. 
And I think, you know, if, if Mayor Katie wants to, you know, truly be progressive, maybe make Wausau pass a resolution that says we're going to bar unethical cobalt from being part of our future. Stop. Don't even suggest that on air. She's she's probably got someone listening and they're taking fervently taking notes. Ah, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no. I mean, I think it's a it's a big issue that is getting swept under the rug by a whole bunch of other things. But in this case, I personally don't know how to resolve the modern day life with with it being built on slave labor, basically. Well, and, and I mean, it's it's quite it's quite a conundrum, and that's probably an underwhelming term to describe it. But I mean, it, it's it's really sad. It's heart wrenching to think that uh, there there are modern day slaves that are essentially serve serving those of us who use all of what they produce. And it's worse, awful. ten of the sixteen major cobalt mines are owned by the Chinese government. Yeah, and we turn a blind eye to it, and I'm talking about Democrats do as well. I mean, they they claim to be so altruistic, but they're not. I mean, and that's, if they were in the least bit consistent, they would express some concerns about this, but they're not. And, you know, of course, I... I, I, I mean, I can acknowledge that it's obviously a tragedy. I mean, so what... What do you see as the solution? I mean, that we that we move production of, well, I don't know, cobalt production or well, whatever production of of all of our electronic devices to the United States. Yeah, and ultimately you're going to have to find a replacement for cobalt because I don't think cobalt can be ethically mined. But the problem is the gap between now and when that comes is so long that if you don't have sort of a moral uprising where people push back on it, we're just going to, because to live in today's world, it's really hard to live in today's world without these techie things. Um, but I, it's, it's, you shouldn't have to be complicit in what's in, in the production part either. Well, I agree. And it, it's, uh, you've really brought me down, Joe. Just kidding. <laughs> no, it's, it's a I very, don't mean to, but I, I do know. think this it's is, important. This is it's an important. expansion of what it means to be pro-life. Uh, and and it's, a, it's a fantastic point. Very thoughtful call, as always, Joe. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. I don't have the answers to all of the world's problems today, but when you do, send them my way, please. Well, maybe you could uh, see if... Uh, Dr. Carl would be interviewed. I think he'd be fascinated. Will to you talk do me a to. favor? Will you send me sure. um, an email with with his his name in it, and and I'll see I'll see what I can do. I don't know. I mean, I'm you know I'm small potatoes compared to Joe Rogan, but I'll see what I can do. And I I do sincerely appreciate your call and always your very thoughtful thoughtful perspective. I got to go to a break, or I'm going to be late. But thank All you, right. Joe. Thanks, Have a great Meg. day. Thank you. I got to roll. I'll be right back. Final thoughts on WSAU feedback. Thanks for joining me on WSAU Feedback. I appreciate the calls, Senator Tom Check and Joe. So I wanted to squeeze this in. If you're still listening, Senator Tom Check. Remember the days of, have a heart, Governor Evers, when he shut down our state. 
And all these people, I, I think it was, I went on to Vicki McKenna's program and probably this program here on WSAU and, and send a call out to those who were suffering under this lockdown. And I just want to remind you that it was because of the actions of our state Supreme Court and those conservative, solid conservative justices that set us free back in May of 2020. Do not ever forget that. This upcoming Supreme Court race is so important. Have you gotten your tickets for the upcoming event this Saturday? Get involved, WI.com. Go there and reserve your tickets today But while they're still left. Got a boogie. God bless. Have a great day. Thank you.